I like that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know. What? Tranquilo, ya tu sabe, nigga. It's popping. Yo, Silverback Chronicles Podcast. It's your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Dritz. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, ya tu sabe, nigga. What's up? <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the Heights and in the BX, all of New York City. What? All of Baltimore. Shout out to everybody everywhere. Especially if you're getting that money. Stay focused, stay committed. Work. Triple C. Yo. What's good, bro? Maintaining and chilling, bro. All day, every day. Folks, we love you. We appreciate you. Continue to tell a friend and tell a friend. We've been busy. We've been cooking. A lot's been going on. But at the end of the day, we love you. We appreciate you. Listen. No further ado, we're not going to waste no time. We got a phenomenal man in the building tonight. Been knowing this man for over, what, 10, 11 years. Fellow brother on the job, a detective, a monster at what he does. A New York born and raised animal. Holla. So proud of this guy. Can't speak enough about him. Dre, what else you want to add to him? Me, you know, told me a lot with the detective stuff. And, and he put me on to uh, when, when I got... When I got the call up to go to the, the detective work, right? He was like, "Look, you gotta go to, uh, you gotta get your, your clothes from combat gentlemen." <laughs> I'll never forget it. And I was like, online looking for it. Yeah, you no more Brooks cop. Brothers. Yeah, all that. Yeah, all that. All, all that. Yeah. He used to come through and be like, "Yo, Dre, look at this tie." And flip it over. I'm like, "Oh, that's so nice." You gotta dress accordingly when you get to uh-huh. these units, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There's no more penny loafers. I want to say for the listeners that have listened to uh, the this episode, there's an episode coming out with uh, Dobry and um, the gentleman that we have here tonight. He was a part of that detective squad in the Northeast mm-hmm. that were just insane at closing cases. Wow. Like their closing rate was probably the highest in the city, right? Yeah. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At all right. levels. At uh at shootings, at beanies, and ag assaults. Yeah. For sure. So I mean, listen, no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our brother. Detective Bank is in the building. What's good, baby? What's up, what's up, what's up? Bring the mic to you, champ. I'm, I'm feeling that slick back, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I got I got to cover the ball spot, so you know. It's all good, so you work hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's thinning, but it's still good. It's all good. You can go to Turkey. <laughs> I heard people go to Turkey and they get that. Oh, they, they, they get the, the feelings? I don't know, that's what I heard. <laughs> Somebody recommended that to me, and I was like, watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> Take it easy. Right. I'm staying bold, baby. Hey, my, you know, you know, the ladies are like, so I'm, until, until then, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I like it. <laughs> So, bro, yeah, man. Please tell the world where you from, born and raised. Actually, so correction. I'm well, not born in New York. Born, I'm sorry. Yeah, born in India, uh, in Bombay. You're the first Indian. <laughs> Bombay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, born in India. Lived there for nine years. Just bring the mic to you. you get me? There you go. You get outstanding. Um, born in India. Moved to New York when I was nine. Um, moved to Left Rack City. Left rack, wow. Home of, of, of Capone and Oriega. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there, Rigo Park, Forest Hills, um, and then pretty much grew up in New York. So, and then yeah, now here. How was that life for you growing up in New York, leaving India? Yeah, like that change. It was different. Leaving man. Bombay. It was different. First of all, Bombay, right? Like, that's, right. Isn't that like legendary? Yeah, I mean it's 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 one of the biggest biggest cities in India, right? It's, yeah. it's they're they're in Delhi. You know, New Delhi is another another big city in India, but 
you know, Bombay is Bombay. We had we had a good life over there. You know, certain things. My my dad wasn't all there. You know, he was uh, he was alcoholic and all that stuff. My mom was like, "Nah, we can't have that." Mm. So it took me and my sister, moved us to New York, and yeah, single parent, and pretty much lived in a bunch of places in New York. My mom, three four jobs. Did a thing Grinding Yeah Yeah like seven days a week She ain't have a day off And like I think it was like When counted It was like eight or nine years you Shout know? out to wow. mom Every single day She just worked Shout out to mom bro Yeah man Yeah That's huge Big influence in my life Absolutely It's the reason I work so much Hands down <laughs> You know Word So you know She she did a thing She she raised us right And yeah man I, I loved New York growing up You know it, it it gave me so many It was like a Cultural was was the was the word culture shock? Yeah, in in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a skinny kid from from India. You know, I used to I grew up playing playing what we call football. You know, soccer over there. So I came over here. I'm asking my uncle like, hey, can you give me a soccer ball? He gives me a soccer ball, but everybody playing basketball. You know, they're like, who's who's this little dude playing soccer, man? Like, get off the court. Right. And yeah, so it was a culture shock for me, man. I had to learn quick because you know where I grew up, it was predominantly black. You know, because Left Rack at that time, at least in the 90s, was black. Right. And around there in Corona was all Spanish. Mm, right. So, is, right? and it, I mean, it's, it's still is, a little right. bit of that. Um, and it's, I think it's, you know, a lot of Jewish people have moved into into Left Rack now. Um, and they've, they've gotten it really nice. But back then, man, it was, you know, Section 8. You know, mm -hmm. you guys did, did your thing. We were, we, we had come on a, we, we had come legally and then just stayed. Mm. So you know it was it was a different kind of grind because it was it wasn't a legal grind, you know my mom just had to do a thing, and and work and yeah man that's where that's where I get my get my hustle from you know just, oh yeah just do your thing and, and survive right so, so how did uh, how did Baltimore come into play? So I had some family that lived here. Um, my two uncles had a couple had a had a business over here um, driving uh, limousines and. Uh, nice. Um, so I, cause I went from New York. I, I, I live with my sister in Vegas. Um, how's I, that? Was, it wasn't for me. How long was you in Vegas for? About two years. Really? Yeah. Like what age is like? Um, I was 19 and 20. Okay. Yeah. So, so no college after, after high school. I tried it. It, it wasn't was it for me. It's yeah. not for everybody. It wasn't for me. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't apply myself, yeah. you know? And then I, I apologized to my mom cause I, I spent her money. For the for the first time we went to uh I went to Queens College um for the first semester and I just I blew it. I was like, this is just not for me. Um I had a I had a partial scholarship to NYU um on on some art stuff, right? Because I used to draw nice. and uh sketch and stuff like that. Um but I just found that out. So my mom, she she always messes, she she was messing with me, right? So we went over there. They told me, you know, I did a little tour with my mom, you know, we go go into different classrooms and stuff, see the tour. And uh, at the time, my mom was like, nah, you know, it's $20,000 a semester. Like, we can't afford that. No financial aid, nothing, right? We can't afford that. And I, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't go to NYU. Like, can't afford it, right? right? I just found out like a year ago, my mom was like, we went into one of the rooms and they were painting a naked girl, right? There was a live model that was naked. Mm. And my mom was like, my son is not going to this school. They got naked girls at this school. My 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 son is not, not going to this school. It is not going to happen. Wow. So we just cut it off. My mom was like, I ain't tell him that, but that's why you ain't going to NYU. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, man, I just I just made it what it what it was, man. I was like, you know, you you kind of you get a, get a wall up. I didn't know about it. You know, don't know no better. You just got to move on. Right. 
And uh, yeah, man, I, I just went, I went to uh, Queens Queens Community. It didn't work out. And then my sister was like, "Why don't you come out to Vegas?" Went out there. Um, it was all right. The one thing I'll say is that Vegas it taught me that you know whatever I do, I kind of have to do by myself. I kind of have to make make my own. You know what I mean? Like, Lay my own bed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's what I did, man. I came back to Baltimore. I stayed with my uncles for a while. Soon as I got my citizenship, because I had my green card, and I couldn't join the department um, with just a green card. So as soon as I got my citizenship is when I applied. You know, I you know worked out. I actually lost a whole bunch of weight and, and joined. Wow. I, I was in the same class as Craig Chandler. Wow. Yeah. So what was that, 04? 08. 08. Yeah, 08, 08 04. Wow. Yeah, man. Damn. So, how yeah. much time you got on now? 15. Wow. Real quick, because you're probably the first person that's been in the academy. How was he in the academy? <laughs> so, I'll tell you this. So, I got, I got a, it was, it was, a, it's a great story about Chandler, right? So, Chandler, uh, when we were, when we first doing the little run around the uh, Wall Memorial, uh-huh. remember we, we used to do that? I don't know what that's they That's the do PT now. test. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about the original PT test before you even got in. Right. Right. So I take off, you know, I take off running. I don't know nobody. So I'm just running. Right. And I slow down and I, I'm not a runner. I, I hate running. It's my, it's the worst thing you can tell me to do is run. Right. You want you tell me to hit something. I hit something. You tell me to run. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> so I start slowing down and I just hear somebody like right behind me. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Sounds just like him. We got it. Come on, come on, bro. We got it. We right? know each other. We ain't know each other. Yeah, I ain't know him from Adam. I ain't wow. know nobody from Baltimore. So start going, start going. And you know, Chandler couldn't run either. <laughs> so yeah. Chandler starts slowing really down. Yes, Chandler starts slowing down. And I'm like, come on, come on, bro. Come on. Let's go. We got we gotta make it in. I think we both finished. I think we were supposed to finish in like 16, 30 something, mm. right at the time. I think we both finished at like 16 minutes. And we we were both gassed. And then I didn't see him. I ain't see him until you see him no more after that. I ain't see him no more after that. Like we did the rest of the PT or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I ain't see him no more after that until we joined the academy. Wow! And you know, went through the academy. That, that's that's my man, yo. That dude, that dude was the most down to earth person you can ever find. You know what I mean? Like he was just just down to earth. And then he came to Northeast with y'all, and yeah. I was in the Central. And this is when y'all were doing the ten hour shifts. And remember, he was he was living a little further away. Mm-hmm. He's always in PG. Yeah, he yeah. was always in PG. Mm-hmm. But what he would do when he was doing his shifts, because it was like, I think it was a four days, 10 hour shifts, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, he would sleep on my couch. Mm. So he'd be like, yo, bet, yo bang, let me, let me hit your couch. All right, whatever. You know what I mean? And he would just come and chill on the couch. And it was, it was great, man. Like, we, we had a bond, man. His feet used to stink. <laughs> man, that man has a, has a has some I, dogs. I, I used to tell him, man, I'm like, yo, yo, just spray, spray your feet, man, before you get on my couch, at least, man. But that's my man, yo. <laughs> Miss Chandler, love you, brother. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, my bro. Yeah, I miss that dude, man. Why? Yeah. So, yo, what, what was uh? I mean, what was the was it a was it a culture shock from New York to now Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, it's it's how were the people? Very, very different, right? Because you got you got a mixture in Baltimore. You got a mixture of like southern and northern people, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's like it's like you you have that southern hospitality, but then you also have that New York like go fuck yourself kind of attitude, mm-hmm. right. you know. And, and you know, for me, I I, w- I was always been a very straight up dude. Like I'll tell you exactly what it is, and you know the whole the whole you know yes sir no ma'am all that stuff. I was like 
who, who are y'all, man? You know, so it was it was a little bit different. I had to, I had to get used to it. You had to adjust to. Was that? You had to adjust as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to adjust, and I, I think you know, even even with the policing stuff, like it was it was very different. I mean, I New York, like you run away from the cops. That's uh-huh. just what you do. You know what I mean? You see them, you run because they gonna they gonna pull you up. You know, and uh, yeah, and I remember when we grew up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and you know. When I came down here, I'm like, oh, you, you trying to run? Oh, okay. I, I guess I got to run now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to run after you now. There's, there's a reason why, I, why I'm running after you. Right. You know, at the time, I didn't know why. But, you know, now now when I started running after this guy, I'm like, yeah, I know why I'm running after you now. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was just, it wasn't a huge culture shock, but, but it was a shock. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, hoods are hoods, man. It's, yeah, don't matter where you are. If you've been in one, you've been in you've been yeah, in a yeah, universe. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So you wasn't on patrol long then? Uh, about three years, Central District, uh, midnight shift. And when did drugs come into play for you? Um, was there something you always wanted to do? It was, it was actually, it, it was and it wasn't, I guess you could say. It, initially it was, right? I, I thought I thought I was going to be, you know, the DEA, I was going to be the DEA guy in the, in, in, your twin, <laughs> in the department. Your, twi- right. your twin ended up being a drug superstar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big G, man, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that w- but I I soon realized I'm not I'm not a very good drug cop, so <laughs> that, that just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, I was in I was in patrol for three years, which was which was great. I love Central District Midnight Shift. That was some of the best times I had in, in this department, man. Mm. It was it was so much fun. We had there was some there was people over there that were the officers over there that were that were just great, and they kind of they helped me out because I mean they don't do that they don't do this now, but I remember I had like six months on. And I was like, yo, I, you know, I want to learn how to fight the search warrants for, for this drug house. They're right on this house. Yeah. And, and you know, midnight shift, it's like, well, you got to answer calls or whatever it is. But after three o'clock, it's silent. Yeah. So after three o'clock, I'll be like, all right, well, take one of the DDU cars. Right. And we would go out there and we sit there and we would watch the house. And then I had, a, I had one of the guys over there um, that kind of helped me out on what I'm what I'm actually looking at. Right. And I still don't have the eye. But I mean, when I say the eye, y'all know what I what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody has a specific right. The intricates of actually getting the paperwork yeah. for a search warrant for a house. There's yeah. certain things you got to look for, so the judge can be like, okay, and yeah. sign off on that. Yeah, when it comes to drug, yeah, when it yes. comes to drug stuff, yeah, it, you just you you need that eye, right? And then, yeah. until somebody pointed it out to me, I ain't see it. You, you just it. looking at shit. I was just looking right. at shit. I'm like, yo, yeah, he dapped them up. Okay, like let's move on, right? You missed like fifteen other yeah. th- things because in New York it was so different because right. everything was in the in the buildings, in the building, right? Everything was like, and yo, I'm only selling to you if I know you or your or my man know you. Yeah, he is open. Yeah, so like, yeah, it eliminated a lot of yeah. things. Yeah, and and in New, New York, York, like you know, they they would stop the elevators so the junkies would line up in the in the uh, uh, what do you call it, in the stairs? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And then the cops had to come up like fourteen flights of stairs if they want to hit the house that had the, had the dope in it. So it was like that's what I was used to because it was it was wide open. You open the door and you would see the see the junkies in the in the hallway, mm. right? Over here it was very different. You see it in the street, but I didn't know what I was looking at. Right. Um. And but I still wanted to learn it, right? I, I still wanted to get get good at that. Um. So I started writing a whole bunch of search warrants, you know. Um. And we had a guy in the central, um, that kind of showed me how to uh, develop CIs, mm. and he was the one that actually. He was like, hey, you kind of got the gift of gab. So, you know, you don't have the eye. 
So you might as well talk to somebody. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm like, he's it's giving true, that's also, like it's an invention. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's also a very uh, <laughs> that's a vital part too. Having the CI, absolutely, yeah. And you like know? being cultivating CIs. There's chess pieces. It's a whole to this other. Shit. It's a whole yeah. other ball game with that. It's a whole other skill. Yeah. So, yeah. so because, explain that the process of obtaining and getting a CI. And what is a CI for the world that doesn't know what a CI is? It's a confidential, a, confidential oh, yes. informant. Even now. Confidential Even informant. your favorite rapper rappers are CI. It's okay to be a CI. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. We do this shit for real. So all these rappers, entertainers, listen, the niggas be talking too. <laughs> I mean, if you talk, yeah. you talk. It is what it you is. You do what you do. I'm not hating. Yeah. Everybody talks. Everybody talks. Everybody so don't, talks. Don't, just don't portray of you being right. that gorilla right. when you're really not. Right. Hey, we, man. Trust me. We know. <laughs> yeah. We know. I'm sorry. I, I get caught. I'm telling you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's I'm, I, I'll be real with you. Like if, if you you shoot me, I'm telling. You know what I mean? I I don't I have. That's not snitching though. That's it's not, not snitching, snitching. But this day and age, that's what they they think, they, they think it is. Right. Now, right. I mean, you rob a bank and you get caught. Are you gonna tell on me and H? It depends how much time they gonna do. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey man, these 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 Christian these Christian butt cheeks ain't meant for prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hello. Ain't gonna I'm gonna be fighting every day. I'm gonna be fighting every day. And <laughs> <laughs> you can't rub the back with him. We'll just come back and smoke cigars with him. That's it. Nah, no, but no, you know no, what? No, if, no, if, no. If, if we do rob a bank, we gonna do it the right way. We ain't gonna get caught. No, nah, we won't get caught. That's that's the whole Absolutely. thing, right? <laughs> oh my god. I love your honesty. Not, <laughs> not but what's what? It's all what jokes, man. It's all jokes. Absolutely. No, of course. But nah, man, but but that's you how know cultivate them. How you how you cultivate them in a, so, little, a little bit of that. So initially, initially what I did, um, and I, I can only speak speak for myself. What's a CI? Um, it's a confidential informant, right? It's somebody who is giving up information um and getting something in return. Mm. Right? And and it's legal by 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 all standards, you know what I mean? They 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 get money. To give up information. That, that's what it is. Did you see the homie from the Fuji's? Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, prize, yeah, prize. prize. He yeah. was a long time. Like 25 years, 2025. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? Right. <laughs> right. right. So there. you never know. Right. Exactly. Well, you just finished. You, you never know. know. That that disclaimer. Yeah. So I love my folk. No, 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 you're good. But Excuse me. Yeah, man. It's, uh, so yeah, I, I pretty much, uh, I had arrested this guy in, uh, in McCullough Homes and, uh, you know, I was in sector two at the time, but what it ha- what would happen is that at like two o'clock, right, you had to go down to the clubs. Like all all the patrol officers would go down to different clubs. The clubs let out. Once that was done, it was kind of like your free time because you're not getting any more calls. So I would go up to McCullough Homes, which was sector two at the time, in the central, and I would just, you know, I would I would see what was going on. And there was this one guy that I caught. He only had a few pills. He had like two or three pills on him, right, of, of uh, heroin. Locked him up. And just talking to him, like I, I never, I never treat anybody like an asshole. So I just be like, hey, you know, you're, you're going, you're going down. Like two days later, I caught him again. Same thing. He only had like two or three pills on him. I brought him in, and one of the old timers saw this, and he was like, yo, didn't you just lock him up a couple of days ago? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yo, talk to him, see if he wants to work. Right? I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Right. And clueless, I, like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, what are you right. talking about? Does he want to work? He was like, yo, just make him a CI. Like, see if he wants to make make some money. And he'll give you information as to where he's getting his stuff or where there's stuff that's being sold. And then you just, you know, he's, he's, he'll tell you that information to kind of Build either lessen, lessen his sentence right. or um, to, to get money. Right. And 
I talked to this guy about it. And at the time, like my, I think culturally, I was very shy. Like I, I didn't, I, you know, I, I grew up in New York, but, but I still had that whole thing. You know, there's certain questions you don't ask. Right. Right. And, and I felt, I think that the first time I talked to this guy, like, I think he, he felt that. Right. Mm. And I, now I kind of got over, I asked whatever I want, but at the time he said, he was like, nah, he went to jail. Three days later, I called him again. Wow. Right. And that's the third time in a week that I've caught, I've caught you with drugs. Right. Off. So I told him, I said, now you got to work this off. Right. I said, now nah, there's you, you can say no and I'll take you to jail. But he was like, nah, nah, we, let's let's work something out. And we sat there. You know, what I mean, I, I, you know, we there's some paperwork you got to do and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I'll tell you, man, he he was my best CI that I ever had. You you you, you was you, you was zaddy to him. Yeah. Yeah. You were straight. Like he, would, he would go to jail and like call me from jail. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what What do you call? Like somebody else would lock him up <laughs> and he would call me. <laughs> you crazy? You see, how you, you see how you do me, man? <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. That's, but that's, that's basically the relationship. That's basically the relationship. You tell him where to go, what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and you can't fully trust him. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the that's the one thing with CIs. You can't fully. But trust he was, he was your they, bottom bitch. They would do, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I am. Right. Yeah, they Absolutely. would do some wild Absolutely. shit. They would do some wild shit. Yeah. So you know he and and shit. he was he was good man. I mean like he he came he gave, gave me information. He he ended up working off the you know what we got him for, and uh, um, he continued like working because then we were paying him. Right to go out, go out and do you know do some work and yeah. and got me got guns. feed the horse baby yeah he got me guns he got me houses he got me you know the uh, uh, he got me drugs <laughs> shit ton of drugs um, but it was good man like you know and it was my first experience of of, do, of doing something with a CI and I realized like yo I don't have the eye right I can drive I'm gonna drive drive past these hand to hands like what am I doing like this this is not what I signed up for mm. right because I saw my coworkers like. Getting guys like left and right, like, yo. This guy's dealing. This guy's dealing. Like this shop's there. This shop's there. And I'm like, yo, I don't know shit. Some people get yo. I don't have the eye like that. Yeah. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Yeah. It's I gotta be it. like. Yeah. Like somebody got pointed out. Right. Where they yeah. saw it like 20 minutes ago. I'm like, what the fuck did you yeah. say? Somebody got pointed out. Right. And and that's and that's why I love that because I'm like, yo, please explain to me what the fuck you saw so I could get. Yeah. But you got some drug dogs out there. Like these guys oh, yeah. are meant. To get guns and drugs, yeah, and it's they an have art. that. It really is an art. It's beauty. It's, it's beauty hard to say. Food. It's mm -hmm. like I can't even tell you what it is, but they have that vision, that that skill set of getting guns yeah. and drugs, and I never had that. But when I wanted it, I got it. But they got it religiously, like religiously. every the day. Have the eyes, like the people that see it, happen before. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yeah. the eye, and can also articulate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Once like you can articulate G, it, you got beast. it. G's a beast. Yeah, he, yeah. he knows. He knows that. He, he knows, knows that shit. G is a beast. That's how. That's how. That's how they should know us separately, right? Because I, I he would get all the drugs, and I'd be like, "Well, I locked this dude up for Agus or something." <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, right? Because that's what I started. I started doing. I had a. I think I was. I was in drugs about two years. It was a detail. So, I think I had three years on, and uh, Torbett passed away. Will Torbett, mm -hmm. right? May he rest and, in re peace. Yeah, rest yeah, in peace. Rest peace. He, and, could, you, could you believe he passed away the same day that Chandler yeah. passed away? Yep. Yeah, there's yep. three January officers 9th. 
in yes. no city history that died at the all same share time. Yeah, the same death. The same death date. Yeah. That's crazy. Which is pretty spooky to me, but yeah. But but Torbett, yes. The uh so when Torbett passed, um my squad was involved in all that. Mm. Right. I was off that day when he when he passed, when he when he was shot. And uh my squad was 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 involved in the whole thing. And sector two, you know, my my guys, it just crumbled. Like everybody kinda went, you know, separate ways and people, you know, moved out of the unit. And I had a, a, a lieutenant at the time. Um Love this dude. Love this dude, man. Uh, he retired. I think a, a captain or a major. I think I think it was a major that he retired. Okay. But he told me he was like, "Hey, you want to uh, come to the Pennsylvania Avenue Initiative?" Mm. And because I was writing, I was writing search warrants and stuff. You know what I mean? Just in patrol. So I was like, you know, at the time I was like, "Nah, man, I, I want to stay here with my sector two people." You know? And he was like, "Well, you you, I'm it's not a volunteer; it's a voluntold. Mm. Mm. You're getting detailed to Pennsylvania Avenue. Get over there, and." Try and do try and do some drug work, and two years go by, man. And then I had a sergeant of mine, uh, 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 Jackson, and y'all know him. He got the the little uh, one eyes, like he's always like looking at you. Like he used to be in the Northeast. He's called him Action Jackson. Um, this, I, this might be before y'all got y'all. Mm -hmm. Um, but he told me he was like, "Banker, you ever think about going to DDU? Because drugs ain't it." Mm. And wow. I respected him for it. You know what I mean? You yeah. you have to, because if 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 it's somebody you respect that's telling you like, you may want to try something else, you should listen to them. Right, it's a blessing. you know, you know, and they see your skill set is different. Yeah, it's right. purposeful for something else. Yeah, because you know I, I was never I was never the rah rah guy or anything like that. You know what I mean? I, I would always if I lock somebody up, I would always try and get information from them. Right, like even if they told me to go fuck myself, I'm like all right, whatever, man. But I'm still gonna try and get information from you. Nine times out of ten, one of y'all gonna talk. Right, right, and and. You know, when when you when, at the time, I think we were offering like two hundred a gun and a dollar a pill. Wow! I'm like, yo, you, you know, you want you want to make some money? We got that money, right? We'll we'll be able to work with you, and you know, so I just had that gift of gab. So he was like, go, just go to DDU, put in for it. And rest is history, man. I came to the Northeast. So mm. Didn't want to be there originally. You didn't want to. No, I wanted to stay in the Western. I knew the Western. I had I had like cowboy country, the Western, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had six CIs, you know, at the time in the Western, like just walking around giving me information. So I'm like, I go to DDU, I'm set. Right. Like I got, I, I know everybody. Like you know, something happens, somebody gets shot, and the Western, that's what you get. You get a lot of shootings. It's drugs and violence. That's all you get. In the that's West. all you get in the Western. Yeah. Right. All you get. So I'm like, I'll, I'll be straight out. You know, hopefully work my way up to shootings, and I'll be good with my CIs. But it sent me to the good old Northeast. And you've been in Northeast ever since. Yeah. Didn't want to go, but best thing that ever happened. Wow. Other than the the two years I went down to citywide shootings when they broke everybody up and then brought everybody back, but yeah, northeast sense. Are you like the senior detective in the northeast now? Yeah, I have to be. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And the I'm the most tenured in the northeast. Right. Wow. Because after wow. Forbes left, it was just you. Yeah, yeah. Because Forbes Forbes had the most, and then uh, like time. I don't have the most time on, like you know, as as a police officer there, but as a detective, I have the most. You got tenure, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Ten, 10 years in the Northeast. So what has that been for you? So now you're a shooting detective. Yes. How is that for you? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it, man. This is this not talking about like the department, the city, or anything like that. Just the job itself. Yeah. Best thing in the world, man. You gotta be a sicko to be a shooting detective. Yeah. 
Because they, you mm. know, I would always say this, man. You know, with, with homicide, with homicide, you have a homicide. You got a, you got a dead body. You know, mm -hmm. may they rest in peace. Right. But they can't lie to you. Right. Mm. Right. With a with a non fatal shooting, they lie to you all day. All day. Even if it's just a little bit, right? They may they may tell you most of it, and then they will lie about the last part. Yep. To lead you right? down the wrong path. So, but I love it, man. This this is what I always wanted to do. So, mm. and, I, and I worked my way up. I started off in burglaries, uh, did ag assaults, did robberies, um, handle shootings, went back to robberies, went back to burglaries, then went back to shootings. So, but this, this is all, this is, eventually I want to go to homicide. <laughs> Not yet. I got a good sergeant. I'm sure you could have been so, there already if you just, really wanted to. Yeah. You could have oh, yeah. left with Forbes if you wanted to. Yeah. Eh, that, that, there, was, there was some circumstances that happened that that didn't put me there. I'm surprised he finally. What man? It don't matter. <laughs> He's there now. So some some office politics. You yeah. know what I mean? Office politics, and he just had he had enough of it, and uh, you know, and I had put him for the same time, but I think the interview process that they had at the time when when I interviewed, um, it was very cut and dry, like it was it was very like uh, very subjective questions. I, I for homicide. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I didn't understand. It was it was done by robbery detectives. It wasn't even done by homicide detectives. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. The interview process was it was it was robbery um, supervisors that were that were doing the homicide interviews. How the fuck did oh, that make that, sense? At the time they were joint because they, like, they they still are in some kind of way because the L A policy kind of like robberies. Yeah. They think robberies and homicides are joint, but they, but robberies and homicides are completely different. Right. The, the the thing is this is that like. I get what happens in the NYPD and I get what happens in the LAPD. Baltimore's its own animal. Yeah. You can't come, like, well, you got to do what works for Baltimore. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that unit worked in LA. Yeah. Man, it's not going to work here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, they, they always say, well, you know, a lot of a lot of homicides happen because of robberies. Right. And that's, that's just not a, that's not a true. Right. It may be, there may be a robbery aspect to it, but... It's it's not so once again cut and dry, right? It's it's robberies. The robbery investigation is completely different. It's somebody who wants their property back. You know what I mean? It's, it's somebody who wants to be helpful. Like, yo, this guy just took my shit. Right. You know, with the homicide, you don't you don't have that. With a non-fatal, you don't have that. Most of the times, people who get shot don't want to tell you anything. Mm. You know, they don't want to tell you what happened, and you have to talk your way into that. Especially in this that. town, because the people that get shot and they live through it, they want they get back. Yeah. They want their get back. Yeah. Like, yo, I appreciate what you're doing for me, but I got this. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah. It, it is. It is, man. And, and you know, every now and then you, you'll get an actual victim. That, right. That, you know... And not saying that the other ones aren't, aren't actual victims, but they're in the game. Right. You know, they they, they know what they're getting themselves into. Right. Right. They they know they, they run in the streets or whatever it is. They get shot. That's just part of the... That's, that's part of it. Right. It's... It just is what it is. But you, every now and then, you'll get a victim. You know, you'll you'll get a kid. You know, a, a, oh, you, you'll get like a worse. twelve or thirteen year old. They really didn't have anything to do with it, because there are some twelve or thirteen year olds that are running these streets. But there are some that you know. I've had a couple that got that got hit and completely changed their life. Yeah. You know, and and it's it's they they had nothing to do with the streets, and those are the ones you actually want to close. You know, right. those are the ones For you sure. This, this is why you do it. You know, so. investigating a shooting is probably the hardest case to to solve because they can lie to you. Yeah, you know, 
this is the whole policy of you know it's I know like the the command and all all they this whole policy of if the guy tells you he got shot over here you know you got to kind of believe him. Well, if he lied about everything else, why would you believe that he got shot over here? Right. You know what I mean? Like if he's telling you something completely that doesn't make any sense, why would you believe that? Right. Right. And and it's the whole that that's the whole thing. You but you have to go. With, over there to find out. That's all you got. That's all you got. Just to make sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then once you find out that that didn't happen over there, you got to start from square one square again. One. And by the time happens, you get back to square one, you lost man time. The guy's already gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you you ain't getting them back. It's really a chess match. Yeah. Because with homicide and shout out to them, like one of the greatest homicide departments yeah. in the country, but they're playing off the sympathy and the death of the the victim. Yeah. So like whoever is attached to that victim is inclined to help out because they want justice. Yeah. With shootings? They're just happy they survived. They're like, word? I had a shooting, the one in Fells Point. Mm-hmm. Five people shot. Their, his stepfather is law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Pops is helping me out with the case. Brings me to the hospital, vouches for me. Kid's like, nah, I'm good. Yo, the kid, he got like one groin, one groin shot off and everything. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. It did him dirty. Oh, my God. So I guess because, and I get it, he's young, mm-hmm. sitting in the hospital with one nut. And he's... <laughs> yeah, he I'm sorry, yeah. He's, he's sitting in there. He's still good, though. He, 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 can, oh, no. he, he can still shoot up the club. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't just know what's going to work. He just need one to bust off. This yeah, this is the greatest one. thing. Just it came one. from the back and it went out the front. Well, he came from the ass. Yeah, because he was running. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. But bullets do, as you can see as a shooting detective. Yeah. Bullets go bullets, everywhere. When it enters the body, things. it goes all around oh, yeah, so it, it finds an exit. It ain't the movies, oh, my man. God. Ain't nobody getting thrown back by a bullet. No. Right, right, right. No. Nope. That don't happen. He gets hit. Pops is like, yo, talk to him. Tell him you. And I got pictures of I, I got pictures of them face to face, like arguing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, he's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He was ready fixated got, on, on. Right. He's already fixated. Like, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going mm-hmm. to handle what I got to handle. That's exactly what he did. Mm. He couldn't find the shooter, but he found his man's. And put him out. Put him seven. out. Mm. Guess who's sitting in jail now doing life? Him. Your victim. victim. Yeah. So I and that's what it yeah. is to be a shooting detective. So I, I found like they were both in the, they were in the game, rival yeah. gangs, whatever. So I, I've, been, I've been doing shootings now like six years. And so I what I found is that you kind of have to work your way around that, right? And then that that was that was my big thing. Like, yo, you put a wall in front of me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to break down the wall. I don't know why people always say, I break down the wall and go back. No, you just find a way around it, right? Like, you gotta you gotta do certain things, or you gotta you gotta you know say you certain things, adjust, adjust, right? You know, and there's a level of sophistication. Because I had I had I've had that right where I've had like video, good video, right? And and you you can see that you can see who the shooter is, you can see who the victim is, and all that stuff, right? And and the victim just won't tell you. He just be like, nah, I ain't telling you who did it. So what I what I saw what I did, and this is going back to one of my first cases, um, I just took a like a like a uh, screenshot of that surveillance footage, right? I put it in front of him. I go, you ain't got to tell me who did what. I said, you see yourself in the picture? He goes, yeah, that's me. I'm like, all right, that's you, right? You sure, that's you. That's half the battle for court, 
right? That's half the battle. The victim is telling you that's 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 me right here. That's where I was at. Yeah, that, that that's where I was at, right? Now I don't need you for court because I am. You're telling me that's you. It's, it's recorded. You already told it's, me. It was already recorded. This is right. that, that's, that's you. You see the guy who shot you on here? Mm. He's like, nah, I don't, I don't see. I don't see no guy who shot you right here. I'm, I, but, but you was dead, though, right? Yeah, I was, I was like, but this is the time when you got shot, right? Right. Like, this is, this is, this encapsulate the time that you got shot? Yeah. That's, that's when I got shot. So I go, okay, well, I have the whole video. I have the shooting on video and everything. Mm. So you're saying you got shot during this time. You're, you're telling me this is you, the guy standing in front of you. I know shot you because I have the video, right? Now all I need is somebody who's either locked this guy up or knows this guy to say, yeah, I know who that is. Mm. And get a name, take that name, go to the house, knock on the door, right? Mom opens up. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Detective Banker, you know, Baltimore City Police. Um, you know, I'm investigating something and I just want to kind of show you some pictures. Tell me what you think. And show me, show her the picture. And I'm like, you recognize anybody in this picture? Yeah, that's my son. This is his name. Yeah, that's, that's his best friend. Yeah, didn't he get shot? Yeah. I was good. Went to the state attorney's office. They're like, yeah, that, that, that makes that makes perfect sense. You got, I got an ID without the victim, mm. right? You don't always need a victim. Right. That, that's what I found out is that you don't always need a victim. You got to no. work your way around it. No. Because it's it's one of those things where I just had the guy who I never talked to the suspect, right? Like I, I if I have to talk to him, then I got to Mirandize him. I got to ask him. Absolutely. Right, right. You know, and now he knows he if you on his trail. And if you're a street dude. You're not going to tell me it's nothing. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're not even going to see him. Not going, not even going to see him. Right. To this day, I, th- I don't think I've ever met him. I, I think I met him in court. Because <laughs> 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 when he got locked up, they never brought him down with the interview. Yo, he's a monster. <laughs> so I, I he's a monster. The dude sitting in like, <laughs> yo, I never saw you before, but you're locked up for murder. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Or for shooting somebody. For shooting, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he, he went to jail and, and you know, listen, you know, it's, it's I just, I, that's how I kind of use my investigations. Like, I, I People tell they tell me to go fuck myself all the time, man. Like to this know. day, anytime I come across like a hard case, I will call you. Watch your mouth. Pause. You starting off already? Yeah, pause. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. How about a complicated case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got you. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Got him. I got you. 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 We're going to have to pull a tally up. God. Yes, I got it. Yeah, put, it right, yeah. put it right over yeah. here. Right yeah. above his head. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Make understand. To, the, to this day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. a difficult case. My man. Okay, call, there I'll we call, go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I will call Banco or Forbes or Dees. Yeah. yeah. And J- Jimmy was my mentor, way. man. Yo, I want to yeah. ask you. Yeah. When you got started in the whole shooting thing, mm. what was Forbes... And Jimmy, Jimmy D, pause. What did they provide? Thank you, brother. What did they provide for you <laughs> and grow in the grooming stage of being a shooting detective? How vital was it to your success even now? <laughs> so I, I love Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy's my man. Yo, that's, Jimmy's hilarious. J- Jimmy, 
you know, everybody that knows me knows Jimmy's my mentor, right? Like that, that yeah. dude. You was everywhere with Jimmy every yeah. day, all day. Yeah, because that's I want to learn. Absolutely. You know, that's that was the that was the best way to learn. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I got there, I figured out how to figure out, you know, who had the most closures. Yeah. It was Jimmy. It was Jimmy. And I'll be like, that's the guy. So anytime Jimmy had a case, Jimmy, come on, man, what, what we doing? And I, I, I would uh, have like robbery cases, burglary cases. I'd be like, I'll get to those. So, yeah. Come on, what, what we doing on your case? Jimmy. Yeah, what we doing on your case? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't type very well. He wasn't like the, the, no. the technical guy. Not at all. Like that, right? And and he had probably the probably the worst partner because I'm the worst Indian ever. I, I'm I'm terrible at any kind of technical stuff. Really? Right. But I can write, right? So I can type, right. and I and I type fairly fast because Jimmy types like this. Right. Right. So. You know, I, I would just kind of do I think, all the paper. I think that's why when Story came in, he made things a lot smoother for you guys. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Because he was smart. Yeah. Oh, Story is Story's a beast. He's a Still beast. Around? Yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, you and I, buggers. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. That's my guy, though. Story yeah. is a smart Story's my, very oh, smart. Guy. When I spoke to Dee's, Jimmy was like, the, the, you need guys like Story. He yeah. Said, you need them. Story. Yeah. He I said, he makes my life easy. I ain't trust gonna me. I thought Story was going to be a commissioner one day. For real. Cause he just has yeah. it. All. Yo, he has it all. Yeah. The look, he's squared, and not only that, but he'll go out there and get absolutely. It. Yeah. He's so squared away. I love stories. And stories, he's very shout personable, out to you. very like, hey man, what's up? Hey, yo, he's a, a he's a jack of all trades. And yeah. you ask, you ask him for help, he'll give it to you. Like he, oh no, but like, on, on, yeah, on that, like he's easy. Absolutely, story is one one of the one of the better detectives that came out of the Northeast. That's a fact. And he was only for there for sure. a little while. He was there for long until you know because yeah. he was in homicide. He went yeah. homicide. Yep. He went straight to homicide yeah. to the big floor. Yeah. Until he got yeah. jammed up on some bullshit. Story, yeah. shout out to you. Love you, bro. Yeah. He's still on the job. But yeah. yo, what was Jimmy for I'm you? Legend, right? Yeah. Straight legend. Straight what was Jimmy. J- Jimmy. Jimmy was a straight legend, man. That, that dude, like oh, I said, no. he's absolutely forgotten more about investigating than than I'll ever know. How was his interviewing skills? <laughs> you, Bar none. I, I, you can't replicate it. I was, I was in the box. You can't. You can't replicate it. Really? You can't replicate it, man. I and, imagine. And and I've damn sure tried. I've got. I, I hope I've gotten close. Could I don't think imagine, I have. Could you imagine? You're, you're a suspect with blue eyes talking with, to you. You got a black dude. Hazel. 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 Hazel eyes. <laughs> yeah. Who's cool as fuck? Yeah. With an Indian from New York talking yeah. to you, and I, you're like, what is going on? Like. And I, well, I remember, man, we had this one case, right? And Jimmy, Jimmy was straight, like, real, real calm, real chill. He would just talk to people like he's your big brother, right? right? Yeah. And, and we were in an interview one time, right? And uh, I always thought the interviews, you know, I'll be on my phone. I'll be doing whatever on my phone. I'm listening to what's happening, but I'll just be on my phone just doing nonsense or whatever, playing a game or something. And because Jimmy is actually conducting the interview. And uh, <laughs> the guy was like, yo, he recorded me? He recorded me, yo, and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm bullshit on my phone, right? Bullshit on my phone. I was looking at some female with a big butt or something like that, man. Like I'm like, I'm not recording you, right? And 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 I remember this to this day. Jimmy goes, yo, get, get the fuck out, to me, right? He's telling me, get, get the fuck get out, get the man. fuck out. And he's, he tells the guy, he goes, don't worry about him, man. He's whatever, man. Come on, talk to me. We, we, we talking, mm. we talking, and I stepped out. Right, I didn't take that shit personal, right? Because I was, because I thought I, I actually thought I fucked up. Yeah, right. But I'm like, shit. I, I. Jimmy was building that rapport. He was he building that rapport. Tactic. Yes, right. And the dude gave him everything he needed. Ah, gave him everything he needed. Right. The guy, the guy left out. He fucking smirked at me and shit, like walking out and shit. Right, right. He he goes out and Jimmy goes, man, fuck that guy, yo. You good, bro? Come you on, good. 
Where we eating? Right, exactly. <laughs> where would you always say that? Where we eating? Oh, yo, uh, Jimmy called me last week, man. He called you? Yeah. How's he doing? He's good. He's great. Yeah. Just called to say what's up. He got to come through. Check on my situation. Yeah, yeah, I got to bring him back. Yeah. Jimmy got oh, stories. Oh, no, he has to, he's going to come back. Yeah, Jimmy got stories, man. Hey, yo. Yo, let's do like him. Jimmy and Forbes, we gotta get Forbes in. Yeah, Forbes, Forbes is not gonna do so, it. So you asking about Forbes? Forbes is right? shy. Gonna do it. So you are, you asking, do you asking about Forbes? Talking about Forbes. And and I can say this: Forbes, Forbes is my man. Forbes is my man. I can say pretty that. boy. I ain't talked to Forbes the first like six or seven months I was in the unit. Why? Forbes didn't talk to nobody. Forbes, Forbes I call him non-social yo. Yeah. That's just what he is. Like Forbes just, is selfish. You motherfucker. need to. You he come off as selfish. Oh no, he is. He, he is. is. And I tell him to his face. He, yeah. For, for, for be selfish, man. Pretty boy. I, I love that man. That, yeah. that, that's my that's my guy. Yeah. Right? But for for Forbes, you gotta prove yourself. Yeah. Before I talk to you, you A gotta prove percent. yourself. That's He's how, not gonna invest his time yeah. in you. He gotta if you fucking around. He yeah. wanna see He's that not. you wanna do Absolutely. And he'll, he'll cut you off real quick. If he sees you fucking around, he can he cut you off. Keep moving. Yeah. Because he's no nonsense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he about his he about that his work. motherfucker closes. Yeah. For, he, he about his so, money. Yeah. I look at his I look when he was in shootings, when we were all in shootings, I would read his stuff and I'm like, this is fucking genius. Yeah. 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 He has he has almost like a 50% closure rate in non-fatals. Yeah. And that's insane. Yeah. And it's like the angles of the way he sees yeah. things and like I fuck I'm like dog I fuck genius. with I fuck genius. with Forbes like I fuck with you. I fuck with Forbes yeah. heavy. Yeah. Forbes want me to go to homicide. <laughs> you be good, man. You got the gift of gab. Some I, people just got it. I right? know. And we we like when Smoothie, when Smoothie was doing his thing on, on the street, right? Yeah. I would tell Smoothie, and I think you Y'all both were in the northeast. No, at the Smoothie time. got the eye on the street, and I and I would, but I would tell Smoothie because you know Smoothie had his his stuff in the street or whatever. But I would right. tell him like, "Yo, come in, come to DDU." Jimmy would tell him the same thing. Yo, come to DDU, man. This is where this is where you need to be, right? I don't you, you won't get in trouble out there. Come come in here, right? And he finally did, man. Best thing he ever did. You know, Smoothie's in homicide. Like, he yeah. is, and he's one of the one Yo, of the better detectives okay. over there. Let me just shout out everybody in homicide. Like, with well, you can't balls. shout out can't shout out everybody. Nah, there's everybody. some, everybody, there's some like, bums down there. No, no, facts. There's some bums down there, bro. Facts. I ain't. They just went to ride the wave. I don't even want to shine the light on them, but I'm saying like Forbes, Smoothie, Gauze. Who else is down there? Um. Yeah. All so, Northeast, bro. So, yeah, Sanders. 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 Yeah, say, yeah. Say, Parker. Say. Parker, yeah. my man Drake. Parker's down there. Sanders is a worker. Yeah. There's a lot J of like. And, and some of the old school guys too, man. JJ's JJ's still there. JJ's, JJ's still there. does his thing. Yeah. Um, See, yeah, you yeah. Know, Tally does his thing. Tally yeah, always legends. does his thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Rag. Rag. He is yeah. Beast. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some great great detectives down there, but then there's some that are like, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You don't even belong here. Shout out to the three females that are killing it. The sergeant, I don't remember her name. Belay, yeah. Um, uh, the other female with the black hair, I couldn't tell you. They did a thing on them, and then um, T with the blonde hair. But yeah, yes, but yeah, with the glasses. No, she doesn't wear glasses. She wears bandanas. Excuse me. Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they're they're, yeah. they're closing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're closing everything. everything. Nah, there's a, there's a monster down there, man. Like that, that, people need to understand. Like in this city, you got some spectacular detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
<laughs> we're giving you guys to be on first 48. Creme de la creme of this police shit. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love, oh man, I love there's Jimmy. There's an art form. Yeah, there's an art form every level. It's different. I, I love Forbes. And I tell you what, yeah. man, when Forbes, when Forbes, uh, when we finally started talking, right? Because I was, I was in, I was in Robbie's at the time, and uh, I remember him and I were on the same squad together, um, on the same shift, right? He was doing shootings, I was doing robberies, and there was no like what I loved about Forbes. There was no jealousy. There was no nope. hate, nope. right? He didn't really ask me for nothing. I didn't really ask him for nothing, right? But we were just cool. We would sit there. We talk about basketball. Right. We talk about music. You know what I mean? Just current events. He get a shooting. I help him out. I got a robbery. I ain't asking him for help because he don't care if it's not a shooting. He don't care about the other shit. Forby don't he care. Forby don't care, right? But I respect that about him because he'll tell you exactly what it is. He's like, I, yep. don't, I don't care yep. about this man. Right. I don't care about my shootings, right? And that's what I I, I learned that you know. You got to have that kind of laser focus yeah, if right. you want to do good in this job. Yeah, yeah. got to have that. You know, like. Just, so let me ask you a question. So, what do you think about detectives that are handling everything? It doesn't work. It does not work. Thank nah, you. Nah, it don't work. They tried that with the Northeast. But they it, tried that years but ago. It's they tried now it. though, like even now that this. Well, I don't know how your district is, but in certain districts, detectives handle some detectives handle shootings, assaults, cuttings, like whatever's up. Yeah, you got it. So it's it, it doesn't work because so I'll tell you this, right? If if I'm if I'm a burglary guy, right? If I'm a burglary shoot, uh, right. detective, I'm handling I get I get two burglaries the night night before, so I come in, I start, you know, so trying to investigate it. While I'm doing that, a robbery comes out. Now I'm the only guy there. All right, when well, I gotta handle a robbery. What's more important, the burglary or the robbery? Right? Now one is a violent crime, the other one is a is a burglary. So stuff that was taken out, which is important, right? But the violent crime comes first, right? It's paramount. So Investigate the robbery. Right. While handling the robbery, a cutting comes out. Mm. Right. Well, hold on. Let me let me hold on to this robbery. You know, there's things I could do later on it. Right. Let me go to the cutting. The cutting. Start handling the cutting. While the cutting's coming out, a shooting comes out. And mm. I'm telling you this because this has happened to me. Right. I've been the only guy in the in the Northeast where all of these things happened mm. the same day. Mm. Right. The shooting comes out, and this is at the time we were handling everything. Right. And I go, okay. Well, now I got to handle the shooting. The shooting investigation is so in-depth, I'm not worried about the other cases. Like, forget that cutting, robbery, burglaries. Like, okay, that don't those don't matter because the higher-ups only care about the shooting. That's it. Right? Oh, yeah. Right? That's that's number one on their they agenda. They want information instantaneously. Homicide shootings. Facts. Right? So they want information right away. So now I got to handle the shooting. How much, inf- how much work do you think is going into the other cases that I had? None at all. None. So that's why it doesn't work. Right, and they tried it in the Northeast. How fares that to the victims of the robbery? Right, and at the time, I was a robbery detective at the time, and I knew I wasn't ready for shootings. I knew that, like my 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 skills in interviewing wasn't wasn't up there. Right, the certain things like technical things when when you know we're trying to get into a phone or trying to get into social media something like that. I I didn't have that. Right, I didn't have those skills yet, so I wasn't ready. I knew I wasn't ready. So why y'all giving me this this shooting and now I gotta investigate it? You know, and, and this is somebody that just got shot. And this the, my first shooting was an actual victim victim. You know what I mean? Like innocent bystander that got shot. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm gonna have to try and do something. I, I try to work the hell out of the case, but then the other cases suffered. You know, being a shooting detective, you get like you get so high off that chase. Oh yeah. And you get I love close. it. Um, I yeah. mean now I love it. I I feel like I was like, built for yo, this. Yo, you could go two days without sleeping. 
And you're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I got to get this I'm guy. Getting, yeah. If one thing leads to the other and one thing is, it's like, yeah. I don't even want to go and home. I'll tell you what, 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 what for, for me did for me, man, uh, like I, I, I love him and he, he, you know, he closes his shit and I would see him close his shit and I'd be like, I got to do that. I got it. I got to do that. What he's doing right here, because I would see like you go down to the state attorney's office, like he had, he had um, just these, these like uh, relationships with the state attorneys that, you know, I had never seen before. You know, Jimmy showed me that, but I was Jimmy doing did, it all yeah, But that's what, that's what Jimmy showed me too. Yeah. Because Jimmy had that, his stature, mm-hmm. there's some Bernstein was in office. Yeah. Jimmy, as soon as Jimmy walk on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. Yo, as soon as you walk on the floor, it's over. Yeah. I went to like 15 different people, yeah. state's attorneys. Then I saw Bernstein. I'm like, yo, he's like, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's it. like, when he introduced you, oh, you got a new detective with you? I'm just in the office. I'm working overtime. I'm trying to get this shit down packed. Yeah. But yo, yo, Jimmy, I love Jimmy. Yeah. But that's Jimmy's the beauty awesome. of like when the department works hand in hand with the state's attorney. Word. Yeah. For one objective, which is to oh, yeah. the suspect. Mm-hmm. It works yeah. so well. And, I, so and well. I'll tell you, man, you know, I, I shout out the, the state's attorney's office, the GVAD unit now, man. They got some they got some amazing attorneys down there now. They, they got they got attorneys that ain't, ain't afraid to go to, to go to trial. Yeah. Mm. Like, well, like, so the leadership, they, shout they, out they to that, that's sitting there. Fuck around and find out. A good friend. Right. Right, like you want you want play these games? Okay, we'll go to trial. You know what I mean? You got people like Godwin, Jefferson, uh, Battle. Like they, they're attorneys that that yeah, yeah, yeah. They care. They care. That's not a case, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah and she she's got the, the got the guilty verdict on, on that the one on, one in Canton. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's yep. There there's attorneys that they're like okay. horses. They like yo, let's yeah. go. And th- there was one attorney the right, that was case. down there. That's the last shooting I closed before my suspension. Okay. Yeah, I, I was I was there. I went to I went to the trial. How airtight um, was that? Was that how airtight was that? The case. It it wasn't, but she made it work. She made it work. The video and everything. Yeah, even with the video, because so what what people don't realize, right? When when defense attorneys and state attorneys come down, they have a story that they're portraying. Right. So when you go down there, we know we may know what the story is. Right. But defense is going to bring their own story. Right. Right. This is why he did what he did. Right. He was trying to save people. This is such an amazing episode. But, Continue. Right? but that wasn't the case, though. It wasn't. But it's what you can prove. Mm. The defense was with like, oh, he was drinking. He didn't know what he was doing. And he was trying to protect people. He thought it was somebody else getting getting hurt. No. That's why he did what he did. Mm. Right. So, but that's what you have to realize is that, and the state attorneys have to now come up with a with a plan to go. Okay, yeah, that's that's all bullshit. That's cute, but here, take this, this is what it actually is. Right. So just because he just because he thinks that he's protecting somebody don't don't mean that he gets to shoot two people. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter how how airtight your case is because I I have I ha- think that I have some airtight cases that fall apart in court. Mm. Right. Because of one mistake that maybe I did. Or, that the defense attorney picked up on. That pick, yeah. the defense attorney picked up on. Or, or or a witness will come in there and throw the case completely off. Mm. Right? So we can we can all I always think like, oh yeah, there's a bow tie around the case, here you go. But it don't take much. It does if not. If you take got much. a legit defense attorney that's on their shit. Yeah. And they oh, pick secure. apart the little things oh, yeah. that make the big difference. Yeah. Absolutely. She, she killed it. Yeah, yeah, man. It's all about persuaying. She did, she did, what? Yeah. yeah. Painting that picture will make sense. Right. Yeah. 
for those 12 people. And the thing is, like, they're, they're young attorneys. Right. So it's, you know, before when we had first, when, when you were on the floor, when we, Jimmy had taken us down to the floor, right. like, there were attorneys down there that were there for years. Homegrown. Right. Homegrown. Right. Yeah. Like, there were Ivy League attorneys in there. Facts. Right? Yeah. That's a fact. Ivy Word. League. Word. That's, that's not even kidding, right? These are prosecutors. These are years, year-long prosecutors. They they would, and they had years in district court. They had years in drug court. They had, you know, and then they finally came down to uh, to to this this end, and they did they they do their thing. Right. The issue is is that now you got a lot of young attorneys, right? right? And from the last administration, mm-hmm. those attor- those attorneys were just taught to if it's not a bow tie around the case, drop it. Right. You know, but but that's the thing is like, what is a bow tie? There is none. Exactly. There is none. No. And also, you're not the feds. No. You're not the feds. Right. And the feds won't take a case to trial unless there's a bow tie. Ex- but, you know, ninety eight percent. They're ninety percent. They have the means. Yes. The technology. Yeah. The money. Time to make it. They got time. Time to make it. It's always time. time. Yeah. And not only that, but a lot of times when the feds are on it, you're tying the bow tie yourself. Yeah. You're tight and you're gonna tie it tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the feds are watching you, yeah. you're doing it to yourself. Yeah. With Big Brother watching you, be yeah. on your shit. But they but they also picky and choosy, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. People don't realize, man, they don't, they don't care about the violence in the city. Right. And, and I'll be I'll be the first one to say that because I've brought cases to them and they're like, eh, okay. I think who's running the city me. now on the, yeah, on the I mean, state's attorney side is but also Yo, like, I, I love Ivan, PG? man. I like Ivan. You know what I mean? Yeah, but PG, the he's pro police. Yeah. Yeah. But homie that approves the the, the shootings now, mm-hmm. Pat. Oh uh, yeah, Gracie. Yeah, amazing dude. Yeah, oh he's yeah. He's been there from the beginning to the end. Yeah, he got Great time guy. on. And you know, uh, uh, Ivan brought back a lot of seasoned attorneys. That's a fact. You he know, did. and and one one of my all time favorite favorites, Brady. You know, he brought he brought her back, and she is amazing. Mm. Oh, she's right. Back? Oh yeah, yeah. Man, she man, she does her thing. You know what? Beast. It's, it's it's that Beast. it's that absolute beast, man. It's that unique. Love for what everybody specializes in and trying to do the right thing. Yeah. One goal. One goal. Put the bag yeah. out Everybody work together. Let's get these motherfuckers in jail. Yeah. Period. That's because it. it used to be where, you know, it is with the last administration, What I, this is what I felt, right? I would take cases down there when we went citywide, citywide shootings, right? We would take cases down there and there would be certain attorneys that would look, that would go to the case and be like, oh, it's a shit case. And I'm like, all right, well, what do you consider a shit case? Like, what do I need to work on to make it tighter? Right. Right. Because now we have time to trial. Right. So right. let's make it tighter. Right. And, you know, like, like they'll, they'll give you some kind of off the wall answer to, to do something. I'm like, well, that's not possible. Or that doesn't make any sense to do that. And they're like, well, then we're just going to drop the case. We'll just keep the handling charge, whatever it is. Right. They'll, they'll just just get rid of it. And. I didn't. I, I didn't enjoy going down there at that time. It wasn't like that to the Sun Building. It was different administration. Very, very different. The now, one I was protecting. It did now, not make I, sense. I know. I, I, I love those attorneys down there, man. They they work. They now work it's very different. Hard. It's different. You and know why? Because everybody's working towards the same yeah. goal. Same goal. Which is like, let's put these people behind yeah. bars. Right. And they, they don't get paid. They don't get paid. They don't get paid no overtime. They don't. No. They and get paid there. flat salary. If you go to those offices, <laughs> those people, they be in their slippers. Like, they really chilling. devoted to their proof. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday down, to, down in their office. Devoted hey, to that craft. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, I man. appreciate everything you do, bro. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I try. So, so listen, it's attorney in here. what has the job? What does, what does policing mean to you? This day and age right now where you're at. 
What does it mean to me? Especially like you seeing what how it was before and what how does, it is now. And what does the job do for you? What is, the job? The job is just love, man. I, I love. I love. You bleed job. blue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you can you can say that. I, I, not that, not that but, I hate that. Hate that. Uh, we can't handle but, the other shit, but naturally we bleed blue. We, we bleed blue yeah, because we love what we do. I just feel. I, for one, I love the chase. Like we were talking about that before. We it was like, I, I love that chase. I love the investigation part. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I just feel like I want to be the best at what I do. Right. And like like I said with Tony, right? With 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 Forby, it's like, yeah, he's he's the best. But in in my mind, I'm like, nah, he ain't fucking with me. He can't fuck with me. Right? Because I got I, I know I do my thing. Mm. Right. And I know in his mind he's saying the same thing. That's why right. I love him. Right. That's why I love Smoothie. That's why we were so we were so good in the Northeast, yeah. right? The three of us, we were killing. We had we had almost a fifty percent closure rate in the, in the Northeast. For two years running. Mm. Like nobody was fucking with us. Cause we just did our thing, but we all saw it, right? I would see smooth, smoothie would close the case. I'm like, like, yeah, motherfucker, good, good shit. Oh, I need to close this goddamn case now. Right. I got, fig- I got to figure out a way to get this case closed because he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna try. He ain't gonna cut show me. me up. He ain't gonna show me up. I got to do my thing now. I want to say in 2002, no, 2001, you guys were number one in Southeast. Was I mean 21? 21. 21. Nah, cause you had that one where you had like the five people. So you, you go, you had the one. Hey, really, really. Shout out to the detectives. That's it. A win's a win. Yeah, you talk about a win's a win. We, we were number it. one though. And you know what's crazy? It was what number you're one. saying though, I would be in the southeast, and I'm like, fuck that guy, fuck this guy. We gotta be number one. Hey yo, cause I'll be chilling with him in his office. Yeah. He be it's just him on the overnights. Yeah. He got to he got to sit. He'll get that call. He'll be like, "Yo, fuck! I just got to shoot." I'm like, "Oh, see you later." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I what? gotta go. Yeah, yo, yeah. And, and he was like, "Yo, it's just me. It's yeah. just me." Yeah, yeah. And he took it, but like a G, he took care of everything. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah, I mean, we because I'm had, chasing these motherfuckers, right, bro? We had, we I had want times that number one spot, but when we were in. Love, uh, when we went citywide, right, and we had we had Fallon. Shout out to Fallon, man. Oh my god, Be- best sergeant down there. Well, first best, of all, best sergeant down there. Citywide shootings was probably the best ever of police work that I've ever experienced. Okay, in detective work. Yeah, that was amazing having everybody on that same floor. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so I'd much say, experience. I'd say when we came back and it was me, Forby, and Smoothie. That was that was probably the best policing that I've seen. Right. Okay. That that for me. Well, with you, with you three, absolutely. Yeah. For, for me, that was the best yeah. because we worked off of each other, and we we yeah. we really synced in on, and we knew our cases, man. Left, back, forth, left, right. We knew our cases, and like I said, nobody was fucking with us. Yeah. Because it was just we 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 knew how to close these cases, right? We knew how to talk to people. We knew okay, that he ain't talking. Let's figure out how we going to do this. Right. right? Strategy. And it just yeah, link up a strategy and, and and get it done. I remember Smoothie and I we took a case where shit happened on Moravia and Sinclair, uh, Moravia and uh, Bel Air Road. We had a had video of the vehicle, right? We linked that vehicle all the way block by block on video camera all the way to the county. Wow. All the way to the county from Moravia and, and, and Bel Air Road, right? Mm-hmm. Back alleys and everything. We were getting like uh, uh, private cameras from, from people. All the way to the county, there was a, a spot where it was a security store, 
that, that sold cameras that actually had very high def cameras that we finally were able to pick up the tag mm. on a vehicle. But like shit like that, right? All day long out on the street, sweating in a suit, just sweating, just, just trying, to, trying to find this damn car. Where did this car go? And we were going from, okay, did he go this block? Nah, he ain't go this block. Let's go to this block. Did he go on this block? Nah. Oh, I see it on this block right here. All right, let's follow him this way. And it's just, that that shit is, is so much fun, man. And when you have a good crew, that's why I do, man. Time goes by, man. Yeah, time goes by. It's like what 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 is like police means to me? It's like it's it's like a brotherhood, a sisterhood. You know what I mean? Like it's you you get to work with your best friends. Like yeah, a young detective that you got with you now. I love the young boy. Oh, a Rod, love A Rod. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. How do you feel grooming him? Does it take? Does it take? He had it in him. He, I was gonna really say that. Mm. Yeah, he got you know the old. He school, just wanted. The old school people used, they used to say piss and vinegar. He got that. He got that, and they mm. don't, they don't make them like that usually. You know what I mean? And yeah. he just got it. You know he's and and you know I call him he's, he's the what Jimmy Butler say the ticky tock generation. You know what I mean? He all on the phone and he knows how to he just knows how to work tech stuff. He can multitask fast as fuck. Yeah, you know bilingual. But he's on it. He's on it. He's on it, man, and and he is like he's the next generation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Really, he's the next generation. Like he's he's gonna do. I see thing. it. He's so smart. Yeah, but you know what? He's smart. He's witty, but he wants it. Yeah, yeah, and he has he has he has arrogance, just like all of us. Like all of us, right? And and he just knows. He knows. Okay, he has that fire. Like okay, this case, I gotta close this fucking case. Right. Like I come on, what we gotta do to close it, bank? What we gotta do to close this case? All right. He's like, yeah, I know what I got to do. I'm going to tell you what I got to do. And you tell me. And I go, yeah, that's right. Come on. Let's go. Let's go get it done. Now you're telling me. Let's let's put it into action. How do you feel being the Jimmy D of the DDU now? <laughs> I, 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 I can't. That's too big. A, that's too big a shoes to fill. Nah, but you're feeling them. Nah, it's too big a shoes to fill, man. It's it's because but it's a different but, generation. But, but you're the tenure guy. So you know the steps. A lot of them, they don't know the steps. So they look to you True. to know what's C and D and E and F. But you, you, you have to want to know the steps. Mm, big difference. Very big difference, right? Like, A-Rod will come to me for everything, right? Mm. Not, not everything. Let me take that back. A-Rod will come to me when he's stuck, right? Or, or if he doesn't know what to do, he'll, he'll come to me. Right. A lot of detectives won't, or a lot of police officers won't. Back in the day, when y'all didn't know something- Ego. Would, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's straight ego. And that gets in the way of this job. Yes. You know, and it, it, you can't have that ego. I don't know a bunch of things, right? My, my, my Sergeant Schmitty, he is one of my favorite sergeants. Schmitty's ever. still there? Yeah. Schmitty's the man. Yeah. It's not nothing that man has ever been through. Tw 20 years of drug work. Easily. That man That man Beast. is a legend in the Northeast. Right. And did it the right way. Like, Absolutely. That's the one thing I can say about Sergeant, Sergeant Schmitty. The right fucking Squared way. away. Squared away. Dre. Right. Get the fuck off your phone. Uh, yeah. Okay. Carry on. But he was like, he was one of those dudes, he's one of those dudes that, you know, I, I lost my train of thought now. Um, Smitty. No, we're good. Smitty. 20 years. Yeah. Like Drugs. With him, when, when, when I first came to DDU, right, when y'all went patrol, y'all would come back and ask questions. Absolutely. You know, all the time. Like, yo, what can I do with this? Yes. With that? Whatever yes. it is, right? We would have so many officers coming back there and asking us questions. Or when we'd be like, yo, we need that dude from that block right there, right? And y'all be like, all right, you, what time What time you need him? What time you get off? You I get off by five. I need him before five. We got you. Say less. Right? Like, it would, just, it would just get done, right? Now, it's very few and far between when, when officers are actually coming back there asking questions mm. or wanting to 
get it done. Because anytime you try and tell them something, they got an excuse. You also made it fun like, yo, if you find my guy that has a warrant, chicken box for me. <laughs> yo, nah, you find this guy. No, no. Right. And don't forget about Mars. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> you what's guy? That, that was the Jimmy D thing. That was a Jimmy huh. thing. That was yeah. Jimmy's thing. Yo, you find that this guy, that was bottle thing. on me. Yeah. That was that was a Jimmy thing. But so how do you like, yeah. how do you feel though? You feel good about it? About what policing? Uh, no, just just leading the the young generation. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at times, it's a little. Like you have hope. You have hope on the investigative side. Yes. And for, I mean, because when people, you get guys like A Rod that really want it yeah. and they want to seek it, yeah, it's a big difference. And we, we got we got another one that's. But do you have somebody else? Yeah, we, we got somebody over there now. He's he's kind of he's kind of like a story. Nice. Um, oh. where where he's very smart, very smart. Uh, go by Lipka. Okay. Very smart, quiet dude. You know, keep kind of keeps to himself, but really smart. And he he wants to know he's you know he's always reading or, or doing something, and, and he always wants to know the right way to do something, right? Nice. So it's just like I like teaching the tricks, like certain tricks mm. that you can use mm. because the the procedural stuff is is it is is going to be there, right? You yeah. have to do certain. It's the foundational things that are always intact, right? Foundational things you have to do. Right. That that's never going to change. I like teaching the tricks. That's what Jimmy taught me. Absolutely. He taught me the tricks. Right. That you don't. You don't. There's there's more than one way to skin a cat. Right. And and there that's is. that's what he taught me. So I'm I'm like, I, I like teaching those things to the to the younger guys. That's dope. You're yeah. passing it down. Yeah. Like the the young boy was was asking me one time. He was like he was like yeah I got to do a DNA warrant on this guy. Right. And he's not in jail. So we don't know where he is. You go to his house. He's not going to open the door. Right, he's not. He's not going to answer. He doesn't have to answer. At this point, he just sits in his house and he doesn't have to come out. So I'm like, all right, well, we got to do it. We got to do the DNA warrant. I said, when's the next court date? He's like, oh, it's it's on this date. I said, well, he's like, yeah, but you know, uh, can I just do it in front of the judge? I said, yeah, go make a big scene. His defense attorney's not letting you get a DNA. Just go make a scene. Go right. over there. Hey, judge, I got a DNA warrant. Can I swab him in front of you, real quick? Real They're going to say yes. What are they going to say? No. A judge has signed this warrant for me to get your DNA. Right. You can't say no. No. Nah. What a spectacle. If you, if you say no, okay, we'll go to the hospital. We'll drink. We'll get your blood. Either way, it's going to get done. Either way, it's going to get done. One, one way, it's going to get What a spectacle. So, like, those kind of tricks. Right. Right. I Something remember. like that, you're automatically, like, guilty. Right. But he People didn't, he didn't realize like, that in the start. Like, he didn't, he thought, he was like, oh, I got to, like, if I, if I, Go past these 10 days, the warrant expires, and I got to go get another warrant if I can't find him. I said, well, why are you looking for him? You know where he's going to be. He's going right. to be right there on, on, May, on May 5th, right there. Come on. Let's, uh -huh. let's go get him. Right. Like, that's all you got to do. Which, which, why are we running Common around? sense. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask y'all a question, because we were just talking about um, like, like basketball, like old school, 90s, 2000s yeah. versus the guys now. In the same retrospect for like um, policing, the newer guys can't, play in the league that y'all played in because the rules were different. Very. Right. Hand checking. Using yes. that same analogy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. It limited your scoring from doing certain things. It's yeah. a lot more freer. Like, if you hand check now, it's a foul. It might be a technical foul if right. they go for the layup. That same, how are they allowed to play in a league that doesn't allow hand checking anymore and certain things that are going on in that same analogy when... In, in any, you know what I'm saying, when y'all were young pups, it was always the old dogs. Man, mm -hmm. y'all can't do it like us. And then y'all, you know what I'm saying? It's always go like through that. those things, right? Yeah. But now, but they really are honestly handcuffed with the things that they can and can't do to police. They don't have those 
In certain respects, yes. Well, that well, that's more patrol than investigative work. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's different. Well, gotcha. and not 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 really because, like, say with juveniles, right? Now you you need the the parent before talking to them or asking them any questions. You need a parent and you need a uh, attorney there with them. Yep. Right. What what attorney in their right mind is going to let their client? It's not going to happen. Talk to us. Never. Right. It's it's at that point. It's just it's it's a wall. And and like my my guy A Rod. I think nine of his ten cases are all juveniles, mm, so wow. he can't do anything with it. Like he's wow. he's like, well, I can't talk to nobody. I need he, they need their mother, father, or, or the attorney there with them. Like it's so in in that respect, like there's there's a wall, right? That's and so frustrating. I haven't figured out how to go around it. I'm, well, I'm gonna figure it out. I, though. I mean, because we see these videos, and I mean, I, I mean, maybe I'm over sensationalized. I've never seen more kids jumping on like police cars and I'm like we we all from cities I've never seen I've ne- never and I've never seen that many well, because they know. it was always the crazy dude that, that you like yo you know you going to jail dog it's yeah. hundreds yeah. of them doing it and I'm like I, I mean what can you do when it's like y'all like it's property standing it's like you know what it's, it's disrespectful it's just yeah. it's, it's just like Tavon said it's all about the optics so if you see a juvenile jumping if you pull if you pull that motherfucker off the patrol car he falls on the floor. What do the optics look like? Why would you do that to a juvenile? You heard my baby. Yeah. He, you see the way he landed? Is that police protocol? Grown man pulling a child. It's so, it's all about optics. And that's why officers don't want to engage in that. Because if you do something, it doesn't have to be malice. You're doing it to protect that individual, but you're doing it because look what they're doing to police property. Taxpayers' property. property. It's like you try to remove that, but in in removing that, there's a chance the individual could fall different, or if if you grab them a certain kind of way, they're coming for your job. Yeah. So that's why officers like, yo, fuck that. If you want... You want us to police this way? I'm going to fall back and I'm just going to watch. And that's what's happening. I'll get a description. I'll get what he's wearing. Hopefully we could get an IG, know know his IG so we could. So then that'll further the investigation or obtaining his identity. But that's the way to go around business now. Police is not hands on no more. And And that's why you get super reactive. That's why you get Chicago. Yeah. And that's why you get all the other places where these juveniles think they run shit and can do what the fuck they want to do because the powers that be want to sit back and just lay at and just lay back and let the chaos happen. Right. So that's why as officers, gorillas that with the shits, yeah. we can't be with it because the department don't want to see that because it's all it's, it's all about what the public sees. Mm. And then the and then the juveniles, they see the, the gorillas. They're not gorillas. We can nah, do whatever we, we want. Tell them. We yeah. do what the fuck we want to do. He ain't no, ain't no gorillas out there no more. The gorillas nah, are standing there like this. As that, ready. That, as that ain't going. do it. Nope. So, it's, so, so in that same analogy to me, it's like, it ain't no more fucking defense in the league because they've legislated it out. Facts. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, so, so in certain respects. You can't check anymore. Yeah, so in certain respects, right? So can't, you can't even throw an elbow. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no more layup rule. Well, there's there's certain there's certain officers that take it too far too, right? They well they they'll go they'll go well. I'm not doing anything then, right? And that's not that's not the case. You still have powers. True. You that's still have police powers. Mm-hmm. You can still go do your job, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, you can't it's use just ways about it. There's ways about it. There's ways about right? it. Right? Yeah, you can't you can't now get get into a car with the scent of marijuana. Right? That's that's a law that, just, that, that passed. Mm. Right? Just the scent of marijuana, you cannot no longer search a car. Alone, you can't. No. Alone. Right? So they go, well, if I can't do that, then what's the point of me pulling over cars? Right? Well, no, there's other ways to get into the car. Right? Mm. If you pull a car over and you see a furtive movements, right? Where you see somebody bending over, right? Like he's putting something underneath. You can go into the car. Yeah. There's other ways to do it, but they they choose not to do it because, like he said, it's optics, right? But there's other ways to do it. You just have to articulate why you did what you did to right. justify going inside that vehicle. Mm -hmm. If the gentleman's moving around, he's showing, okay, what do you have? What are you tucking? Right. And you I have to paint the picture to why yeah. in a car stop. If it's simple, if he's doing extra, you can articulate, you know, High, uh, what you call it? High risk car stops. High risk car stops. What the individual, what the individual is doing inside the vehicle, from your police experience to your yep. training. Usually, people that if they bend over, or if they bend inside, they're trying to put a gun underneath their seat. If they're doing something, they're trying to hide, you know, marijuana. Based on your training experience, you can articulate why you removed the individual from that vehicle. And that individual is responsible for everything inside that vehicle, including the passengers inside the vehicle. Yeah. So you have to know your fucking job and articulate yeah. why you did what you did. A lot of officers are lazy. Yep. Like nah. you said, there's other way. Well, I can't say a lot of officers are lazy, but a lot of officers are timid and don't want to do that. Yes. But how about all the, everything I both said, right? Boom. I turn my lights on. I'm calling it out. Now I got a high-speed chase. What happens? <laughs> Break it off. Call it off. So what was all that for? Because if... if, if what was all that for? Is it, no, I get that. But if you don't know, it's not worth continuing a high-speed chase. Right. If you don't know for sure there was a gun in that car, you can't imagine it's a felony when it's not if you don't know the gun's in there. I, if I, they stop, yeah. it's cool. I don't like high speed chases. Me personally, me neither. Um, oh my god! I don't I like it because you know when I, I think of it, I think a story, and I think of Chandler, and you I know, think of both, and I still love them. Yeah, no, I, I and, and and I've been with guys that love. No, no, I, like loving it, but it's 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 too many moving parts. Too many moving parts. And no, it's, it's too, a lot. It's a high risk, and there's too much at yeah. risk. It's a lot of risk. That's a fact, especially in this city uh, that doesn't have a high that yeah. have a, that doesn't have right. a pursuit yeah. right. policy, and it's high yeah. risk, low reward. Absolutely, yeah. right? Because yeah, you don't yeah. know why he's running. You don't right. know why he's running. You right. don't know. It's right. high risk, low reward. Yeah. yeah. Right, it is. It's different where you see the guy, you know, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. discharging rounds. That's different. I'm not talking about that, but just yeah. some regular car stop. I mean, I, now, I will always advise the younger guys don't go on that. But the problem is that they're not even trying, right? Not everybody runs. Not everybody takes off. No. Right. I've been. I've. I've I always say, talk them into handcuffs. But can I argue it's the best with way. you all? It's the best way. Talk, talk them right into handcuffs. The smoothest but way. Can 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 I argue with you all? Because I know sure. you all do it. But just you know, what I'm saying I, we're talking. It's why I became a detective, yeah. man. I love arguing. <laughs> that again, using the same analogy, because they can't use the old school rules from the '90s and the 2000s or the, even the '80s. That's why you see the low rate of individuals. So you see what I'm saying? Like like how many? Like it's almost what. I think it down 30, 40 percent or so. Mm -hmm. So it's that's a direct correlation with the fact that I'm getting jammed up for, you know, again, using the same analogy for hand checking mm -hmm. for the things that I saw in the league when they go for layup. I was always taught no layup rule. Right. And it's 
it's it's supposed to be called a foul, not a flagrant. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to hurt somebody, but yeah. you have a no layup rule. But but that's policing is always changing. Right. right okay. It's always changing. You mm-hmm. got to change with the ways. Mm-hmm. You can't be stuck on the on on the old way. Mm-hmm. You can't. You got to adjust right. to the new ways of doing things. And even yeah. even if your yeah. even if your mind is in the on the old way, right. You have to go. Okay. Well. I can't do it that way no more. Mm-hmm. So now how do I figure out a way to do it now? Especially right? yeah. with the juvenile thing. I know it's a, it's a block in my mind. I'm trying to figure out a way to get around that now. Mm. Right. I'm trying to figure out what can I do? Right. Where, where I don't have to talk to the juvenile, right? The juvenile, you might be the juvenile sitting over there. Hey mom. Oh, Hey dad. You know what your son did? This is what your son did. He's there. He can, he can hear me. I'm not talking to him though. I'm talking to you. Right. This is what he did. Is this right. him in this in this picture? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what I know. He did that. Yep. I'm not talking to him because I need a lawyer a with lawyer. him. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm well, not Mirandizing him. But I, if I'm in your house, oh guardian, and and I go, I got to talk to you about your son, and you go, come on, have, have your son come down and sit over here, and, and, I, and I'm gonna talk, but I'm talking to you. I'm that's talking to him. Right. So that's my mind thinking about how I'm gonna go around that. Mm-hmm. Of I don't have to talk to you. I gotta mm-hmm. talk to him now. Hey, Dad. Go talk to your son. I'll be outside. You tell me if you want to talk. You know what? It's it's it's, it's, it's different. Just, you know, it's just about adjusting to the to the new times and what mm-hmm. they want. A lot, a lot. You can still get done. There's ways around it. Mm-hmm. We all can agree. Policing is so laid back now. Yes, it's not what it used to be, and I don't think it's going to be what it used to be. But they can't get mad at the results. Right. Mm. Right. That's yes. You cannot get bad that at the, that. That is because the point. exactly. You drop the hammer, so you should yes. know things are gonna be different moving forward. Yeah. And then you're talking about, you know, more officers are being jammed up now over small bullshit things. So you should know it's gonna replica. If an officer sees another officer get jammed up over something that's like, yo, you're not gonna take care of him? And you know there was no malice, and he's a very good guy. No fuck that. I'm not doing nothing. I'm chilling. Right. I'm chilling. Yeah. So you can request what you want, but fuck you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I'm putting put- my life on line because you want to sit back and just chill and talk shit. Absolutely not. And play it safe. So we just we now we got to be accordingly. And it is what it is. We still love police work, but yeah. when you're ready to let the gorillas out and do what gorillas need to do to stop this bullshit, we'll still be here. Watch how fast the bullshit will stop, though. It's, it's why a lot of the community is calling for, like, stop and frisk. Yeah. Right? A lot of the community is calling for They want for that back. back because they're tired. Back. Yeah. They're absolutely tired because it's it's like... Man, did that. You know what I mean? You you got to... What, what can you do? That's a fact. You know, it's it's... If if the old, old, old miss lady can't can't come out of a house you know because there's too many people on a on a stoop, everybody got a gun right now. Yeah. Oh, everybody! Everybody got a gun right everybody. now. When I tell you, everybody, what? There's guns everywhere, everywhere. Man. But yo, you know how many guns could be confiscated right now? But I'm not doing that. I gotta play it safe. Yeah, no, nah, there's a lot, my bro. Yeah. I appreciate you coming out, bro. Yeah, man, it's a long time coming. Listen, this shit should have been done two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh, we talked, man, but you know, hiding from us. But but no, I, I'm glad it happened because it was like, yo, Baker could come out tonight. All right, let's go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we Let's made this it, happen like for you. We had to make it happen. Yeah. We made this happen for you. I appreciate y'all, man. Now I appreciate you, bro. Your listening means everything. Yeah. I know I know you're your avid listener. You tune in all the time. But your episode was paramount. You had to come here. Truth it was a must. The world needed to hear it, man. your perspective on what we do. Because, bro, like, we all come from it, bro. Yeah. The world's not getting this from nobody else but us. Yeah. So I appreciate you. I love you so much. Any shout outs you want to give out before we wrap? I, I just want to say they need to play these, play some of these in the community meetings. Facts. Yeah. Wow, that'll be dope. That's dope. Like they need to play these. They and they, they'll stop you. Like you know, high reps or whatever will stop you from from doing it. But the community meetings is where it's at, man. Yeah. Because you know, it's it's they're gonna say what they're gonna say in the community meetings. But the community meetings get crazy. You can tell them straight up, like, yo, this is what's happening. Yeah. This is why we can't do what we do. It gets crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But nah, man, no. Shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, you more, know. bro. Like I said, this was this is a long time coming. I I, I, I always appreciate when when you My know when good people doing good things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's that's what it's about. I mean, we yeah. just care about the profession, but more so, we just want to spread more positivity and boost morale with everyone that's wearing the uniform because it's a tough job. Yeah. So I I say this. I, I want to say this right. This. So Patrick Beverly, um, on his on his uh, he said he said something where he said uh, only fifty percent of players actually love the game of basketball. NBA. Right? Yeah. So that, that's what he said. Only fifty percent actually love the game. I think it's actually less than that. That actually love the game. Wow. Right. And I feel as though that with policing, that's what we got to get back to. We got to get back to hiring people in, or even even if you get hired and you don't love this, but making this something that somebody's gonna love, right? You need to you need to love this shit, man. It's, it's there's no other way it's to gotta be in no your blood, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always at work. Y'all know. Yeah. You know, I'm always at work. Right. And it's it's not like I, I want to be away from my family. This is what I gotta do. Right. Right? This is this is this is the job. Sometimes to provide. You gotta provide and then and then like if if I don't do something on a certain case, it may go dead. Right? So I gotta work the case. Right. You know what I mean? So you we gotta find people that love this shit. Yeah. Right? And if you don't find that, it's a lost cause. Yeah. For real. Don't even hire them. Don't even hire them. They're gonna be a liability. Yeah. You're gonna get one or two that that, 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 don't, that don't love this shit, but you gotta hire people that love this shit. Absolutely. You know, that love the city, that love that that wanna do good for the city. But we always said that like if you don't love this job and you get on the job, the job will expose you. Always. You gotta love this job. Yeah. It's still the yeah. best show on It's still the best Number one show on earth Oh Absolutely. yeah Oh yeah Forever We're not Forever. Gonna away. You no. show up to it You gotta deal with it You no gotta have to mentally Don't matter You gotta have to get The skill set to adapt To whatever's coming your way Yeah And that's tough That's why Policing is being the joker You gotta play Many different hats you gotta be smart. You gotta be funny. You gotta be an asshole. You gotta be everything under Passionate, one umbrella. Educated. Everything. Everything. You gotta play so many parts. I'm telling you. That's why we're so we're underpaid. We've been underpaid. But we love what we do. I'm city police. I'm not going to the county. I'm not a county nah. cop. Nah. I wouldn't make it there. <laughs> I'll be bored to death. I'll be bored to death and I'll be cursing everybody out. They wouldn't like me. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> it's just different. Yeah, I get fired. I get fired. I'll get fired. I'll get fired. Word. I just, yo, yo, once you get the city in your blood and, yeah. and 
It's just different. We police like, different. It's like when Axel Foley went to LA. Word. Yeah. You know but he's saying? not a Beverly Hills detective, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, what? But with that being said, Silverback Chronicles podcast. Listen, I want to thank my brother Banker for coming out, man. He's such an amazing man. Appreciate y'all. From the city. He's from New York. He's from home. Indian. Came from Bombay, you heard? So like three of okay. us. <laughs> Is it Mumbai now? Right. I call it Bombay, man. Bombay all day. It took, now, yeah, we got we got a, we got an independence, and it took fifty years for them to change it back to Mumbai. Nah, I call it Bombay. I was born Bombay. in Bombay. It's still Bombay. Something sexy about <laughs> something sexy about it all day. The Bombay. Listen, this is what we. No other podcast is bringing this to you. We bringing it to you live and direct. Detectives on the job. You heard? A detective from Bombay. Stop what? playing. Like what? Like what? Stop, Dre. Yo, I was gonna have some. Yo, peace and love. I was gonna have some maybe, like elephants and shit. <laughs> nah, I ain't got no elephants, man. No elephants, but bro. peace and but love, if, though. If bro. I come on next time, though, we talk about policing in India, man. Absolutely. That shit is crazy. It's crazy. Come on whenever you want. More. Triple C. Blessed are the peacemakers. Listen, fellas, people, we love you. Silverback Chronicles podcast. I wanna thank my brother Banker for coming out. It means everything. Listen. He's a detective, a shooting detective. Got over 15 years on. Been on the job. Know what to look for. It's a beautiful thing. You see the the content we bring in? Like, we different. We educated. We smart. We hood savvy. Been there. Like, what's wrong with elevating and being great and helping out for your fellow comrades, your society, your city? It's a beautiful thing. Silverback Chronicles podcast, stop playing. We're here now. We're not going nowhere. We love you. We appreciate you. Triple C, what episode is this? 140. Is it 148? 149? One of the two. But we busy. When we post, it'll be right. It'll be right. We love you. We appreciate you. Everybody, please stay safe. Whatever gods you serve, stay loyal. Keep squares at your circle. Silverback Chronicles podcast. We love you. Be easy. Take it easy, you heard? Peace and love, baby. on the Silverback Chronicles podcasts are those of the hosts, producers, and or the guest appearing on the program. They do not reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes but not exclusive to the Department of Defense, Homeland, and the Baltimore City Police Department. The Silverback Chronicles podcast with Dre, Big H, and Triple C. Hit the subscribe button, like and comment.